Hello, everyone, and welcome to On Your Truth. This is Brianna Johnson. I wanted to welcome all of those who are new listeners as well. Thank you guys for giving me a try, and I hope that there's something in my plethora of episodes that you find of interest and that maybe enlightens you or or helps you to see a different point of view. Today's episode, um, let's just say, is more than just a little controversial. We're talking today about the truth about black fathers. The other reason why this is so controversial is that I am a white woman, and none of my children currently have black fathers biologically or by marriage. During my second marriage, they did have a black stepfather, but that's not the story that I want to talk about today. Today, the story that I would like to focus on is one about a friend of mine named Berkeley Wade. Everyone knows him as Sean, which is his middle name. Sean is a tall black man that was born and raised in New York and through circumstances and life choices now lives in Missouri. He and I are neighbors, and I had the pleasure of meeting his acquaintance for the first time in person May of 2020. Sean has a lot of great and wonderful qualities. First of all, he's a very humble man, and he isn't taken by worldly wealth. He lives a very humble and modest life. He walks everywhere in our small little town, except when he goes to work. And he and I work at the same warehouse, so I take him to work. But for the most part, Sean walks everywhere. He's a very, very friendly soul. There's not a person in our neighborhood or community that he walks around that doesn't know him, usually by name, but they know him because he always waves. He always says hello. He's incredibly friendly. He also helps out a lot of the neighbors in the neighborhood. If they need something done around the house or they need something picked up maybe at the grocery store, he's there to lend a helping hand. One of the things that I love about Sean is his stories about his father, the man that he says raised him. And the way that Sean tells it is that this man was his stepfather. He's not his biological father. And his father's passed away, but he still has these great stories about his dad and the things that his dad taught him. And listening to his stories, it's easy to see that the attributes that Sean found so endearing in his father are ones that his father actually passed on to Sean. When it came time for Sean to become a father for the first time, he was at the hospital, anxiously anticipating the birth of his firstborn son, which he will affectionately for years to come call his big son. There was a bit of a surprise, however, in the delivery room when a pink baby with blonde hair and blue eyes was born. It became apparent that in that moment, that Sean's wife had been carrying a stranger's child for nine months. And I know that it's probably not the only case out there, but in my history, this is the only example I've ever heard of in my life of a black man raising a white child. Now, 
I don't know about you, but I'm sitting here and contemplating Sean's decisions and the hospital. He could have decided to break bad and get really upset and curse his wife, divorce his wife, leave her. He had all of those options and he would have been in his own right to do so. Instead, he stayed. He stayed and he raised the son. He even gave him his last name. The son he called Isaiah Wade. For those of us listening, I know that we're thinking, oh God, I hope that was an isolated incident. Please, please, please have his wife, you know, turn around and be faithful. Sean's next son would be born about three or four years later. And yes, it would be his own biological son. They named him Kwame Wade. And Kwame, of course, had a lot more of Sean's beautiful features. Several years later, Sean anxiously awaited the anticipation of his first daughter. But that was not his child. And yet he still stayed. Through ups and downs in his marriages, Sean did eventually legally separate from his wife, move out of state to find a new life, and a possible career and income. But ultimately, through a different set of circumstances, he would find himself back living with his wife and taking care of what he affectionately calls his three children. It wasn't until fall of 2020 that Sean finally decided enough was enough. His son Isaiah was an adult and living on his own, and his son Kwame was soon to graduate high school. And Sean had been paying child support while living with his wife and raising his children under his same roof for the last six years. He got himself a new apartment, he got himself a new job, and he started to turn his life around. And what about the children? Well, Isaiah would always tell Sean that he was his father. Even though, as an adult, his biological father tried to make an appearance in his life, Isaiah always made sure that Sean knew that he was his dad. He would show up at his apartment, they would work out together, they would watch ball games together, and there will always be memories of jokes, pranks, and fantastic meals that they all shared, much of which Sean would cook for his family. In fact, he had a great relationship with all three of the children. They knew that they could depend on him to talk or to pick something up that they needed from the store or even school supplies. Even though much of his income was depleted in going to his wife, and that was money that she never bothered to share, and it definitely did not go towards the raising of the son that they shared together. So, what is the truth about black fathers? Historically, they get a bad rap, right? Deadbeat dads who run off on their wives, that don't pay child support, that abandon their children and abandon their responsibilities. Yet, here we have a man so dedicated to his children, the love of his children, the love for his children, 
that he withstood what most people would classify as a living hell in order to make sure that they were provided for and that they knew that they were loved. And all those deadbeat dad stories, there's always a side that's not told. It's usually the side of the father. And we have no idea what things he had to go through in order to make the decisions that he did. I know that for a lot of men, not all, but for a lot of men who have been in toxic, abusive relationships, they end up leaving to save their own mentality and to make sure that the fighting doesn't continue around the children. In some cases, the women make sure that the fathers constantly pay day in and day out for any kinds of indiscretions they may have caused or for any that the women may have even concocted. And it's a nasty, toxic environment that is impossible to have a healthy relationship in, and it's also impossible to raise children in. And I can't speak for all of the relationships out there, but what I can say is that there is no typical black father. There is no typical father at all. Every man has to atone for how they are in the rearing of their children, to foster a love and a relationship, to build trust and communication. That's not always something that's easy to do if the fathers have not themselves experienced good parenting growing up. I know that I've mentioned this on the side of mothers. I did not have a great example of what a good mom was growing up. My mother was abusive. And so I had to determine what kind of a mother I was going to be. But it was all pretty much self-taught. It's There's no manual out there. I mean, now there is. <laughs> there's so many manuals out there. But a lot of this is the school of hard knocks. We learn as we go. And we don't always get a second chance to be a good parent. And unfortunately, circumstances and sometimes other people can make that even more difficult. I know personally that the race and the color of a man, biological or as a stepfather or adopted father, does not determine the merit of his fatherhood. I myself was raised by my adoptive father, and I will forever call him my dad. And even though he is Caucasian, I think the lesson still has merit, even in this story. We cannot base parenthood, good, bad, or otherwise, on the color of skin. And there is no way to measure the value of a good father. It's something that doesn't just affect the child, but it affects everyone that the child comes into contact with, especially into adulthood. On December 28th of 2020, the world lost Isaiah Wade to a tragic, meaningless gun accident. And I am sure no one feels Isaiah's loss more than his dad, Merkley Sean Wade. And Sean will be the first one to brag 
about how proud he is of his big son for the million things that Isaiah did while he was here on earth, but none more than Isaiah's last act, which was nothing less than heroic. You see, Isaiah was an organ donor, and because of this noble act, he was able to help over 50 men with medical issues. I know that his generous decision to become an organ donor stemmed from the generosity that his father always showed to everyone around him. And I also know this because it's in stark contrast to his mother's side of the family and what they wanted. But Isaiah, thank God, got the final say. He had decided, either wittingly or unwittingly, what would happen to his body, his remains, his organs, and the family can't even fight over it. Isaiah was 21 years old when he passed. He was lighthearted and caring, fun to be around, and he loved his dad and his brother Kwame possibly more than he loved anything else in this entire world. He is missed, but he will forever be loved. And because of his generosity, not by Sean and his family, not by all of his friends, but by the dozens of people whose lives he medically changed, and their family, and their friends. This episode is really a tribute to Sean, to all of the Black fathers out there busting their ass to take care of their kids. But it's also for Isaiah, who is the perfect example of what can happen when a father, blood, adopted, foster, or stepfather, steps in and becomes a dad. Thank you, Isaiah. Thank you, Sean. I love you both. Thank you to everyone for listening to today's episode. If you haven't already, become a member on Patreon to get free content. And as always, until next time, own your truth.